Hello and welcome to Speaking the Truth with your host, Anthony Brown. Speaking the Truth is brought to you by Associates Life Coaching and Counseling. If you're feeling blue and don't know what to do, call Anthony Brown and he will help you. Call at 1-800-217-7140 for consultation and appointments. Please Speaking the Truth is also brought to you by the book, Hope, Peace, Love, and Joy. Exploring the psychological effects of living the concepts of Advent. You can find that book along with the book of poetry, Rebirth from Darkness to Light, uh, on kingleo.com. It's pronounced kingleo.com, but king is spelled K-V as in Victor, N-G-L-E-O.com, kingleo.com. So, we are going to continue our discussion on love, and this time we're going to talk about the stages of love and also the history of love and close out love. Stages of love. There are many different theories and models that describe the stages of love, and the specific stages that are included can vary depending on the model. However, some common stages of love that are often identified include attraction. This is the initial stage of love, characterized characterized by feelings of attraction and infatuation. This is often a time of intense emotional intensity and can involve feelings of excitement and anticipation. Courtship. During the courtship stage, people begin to get to know one another more intimately and to build a deep connection. This can involve activities like dating, spending time together, and getting to know one another's interests and values. Commitment. In the commitment stage, people make a conscious decision to commit to one another and to build a long-term relationship. This can involve things like getting engaged, moving in together, or getting married. Love. The love stage is characterized by a deep sense of connection and commitment to one another. It involves feelings of affection, respect, and appreciation for one another, and a desire to support and care for one another. Nurturing. In the nurturing stage, people work to maintain and strengthen their relationship over time. This can involve things like actively communicating and expressing love and appreciation for one another, and working to resolve conflicts and challenges that arise in the relationship. Keep in mind that these stages are not necessarily linear and not everyone will experience all of these things in the same way. Love and relationships are complex and can unfold in a variety of ways. And it is important to recognize that each person's experience of love is unique. So what is love? Eros is a type of love that is characterized by feeling of passion and desire. It is often associated with romantic love and is typical characterized by strong feelings of attraction and physical desire. Eros is often seen as a type of love at first sight and is characterized by a strong emotional and physical connection. Eros is often contrasted with other types of love such as agape, which is characterized by selflessness, unconditional love, and failure which is characterized by deep friendship and affection. 
Eros is often seen as a more intense and passionate form of love and is often associated with the early stages of a romantic relationship. It is important to note that while Eros can be an important and powerful force in relationships, it is not the only type of love that is important. Other forms of love, such as agape, philia, can also be important in building and maintaining strong, healthy relationships. Let me also add, when one is starts off a relationship and they're at the arrow stage, it is also called called the cupid effect. When you um, are in a stage of arrows or the cupid effect, you have blinders on uh, to the things that are negative about the person or the things that. Uh, uh, that you will see once you get out of the stage. The things that will make you laugh will, could be later on the same things that will make you get on your nerves. And then you be able to see the person for more of who they are rather than when you're in the stage because you're just naturally blind to it. Next stage is failure. What is failure? Failure is a type of love that is characterized by, characterized by deep friendship and affection. It is often seen as a more platonic form of love and is typically associated with strong feelings of connection and support between friends and family members. Failure is often disguised, dis, is often distinguished from the other types of love, such as eros, which is characterized by feelings of passion and desire, and agape, which is characterized by selflessness and unconditional love. While failure is typically seen as a more platonic form of love, it can still be an important and powerful force in relationships and can help to foster a sense of connection, support, and belonging between people. In many cases, failure is an important part of building and maintaining close supportive relationships with others. It involves things like showing care and concern for, for others, being there for one another in time of need, and building strong, positive connections through shared experiences and activities. By cultivating failure in our relationships, we can build strong, supportive, and loving connections with others that can last a lifetime. What is storge? Storge is a type of love that is characterized by a deep sense of affection and familiarity, and is often associated with familial relationships. It is a type of love that is often associated with feelings of warmth, comfort, and familiarity, and is typically associated with relationships between family members. Storge is often distinguished from other types of love, such as eros, which is characterized by feelings and passion and desire, and agape, which is characterized by selflessness and unconditional love. While storge is typically seen as a more familiar form of love, it can also be pres- present in close love, long-term friendships and can help to foster a sense of connection, support, and belonging between people. In many cases, storge is an important part of building and maintaining close supportive relationships within the family members. It involves things like showing care and concern for one another being there for one another in times of need and building strong, positive 
building strong, positive connections through shared experiences and activities by cultivating storage in our relationships with familiar members. We can build strong, supportive, and loving connections that can last a lifetime. What is agape? Agape is a type of love that is characterized by selflessness, unconditional love. It is often associated with feelings of compassion, understanding, and acceptance, and is often seen as the highest form of love. Agape is often associated with a sense of altruism or the desire to help others and to make positive impact in the world. Agape is often distinguished from other types of love, such as eros, which is characterized by feelings of passion and desire, and filia, which is characterized by deep friendship and affection. Agape is often seen as more selflessness and unconditional form of love, and is often associated with a desire to help and support others without expecting anything in return. In many cases, agape is an important part of building and maintaining strong, supportive relationships with others. It involves things like showing care and concern for others, being there for one another in times of need, and building strong, positive connections through shared experiences and activities. By cultivating agape in our relationships, we can build strong, supportive, and loving connections with others that are based on selflessness unconditional love. So let's look at the history of Eros, Philia, Storge, and Agape. Eros, of course, is love, central, or passionate love. Philia, which is love of friends and equals. And Storge is love of parents for children. And Agape is love of mankind. Eros, the concept of Eros are erotic, compassionate love and has a long history and has been explored by many different cultures and societies throughout history. In order, in, in ancient Greece mythology, Eros was the god of love and sexual desire, and the term Eros has been used to refer to passionate romantic love in many different cultures and contexts. I told you it was Cupid. <laughs> but, that, but the Cupid effect that I talked about earlier the Cupid effect is an actual scientific effect uh, where people are definitely blind to many different negative things about a person that they're madly attracted to. Filial. The concept of filial or, or love between friends and equals has also been explored by many different cultures and societies throughout history. In ancient Greek philosophy, filial has been as one of the four types of love, along with eros, romantic love, storge, familiar love, and agape, selfless, unconditional love. And in my opinion, agape is the love that mom has for her child, and a child for his mom, for his parent, mom or dad, parents. The concept of filial has also been explored in other cultures and contexts, and is often associated with feelings of deep friendship and affection. Storge. The concept of storge or familiar love is closely tied to the concept of family and has been a significant aspect of many different cultures and society through history. In many cases, storge is an important part of building and maintaining close supportive relationships with 
of family members and involves things like showing care and concern for one another, being there for one another in times of need and building strong, positive connections through shared experiences and activities. Agape. The concept of agape or selflessness, unconditional love, has also been explored by many different cultures and societies throughout history. In ancient Greek philosophy, agape was seen as one of the four types of love, along with eros, romantic love, filial love between friends and equals, storage familiar love. The concept of agape has also been explored in other cultures and contexts and is often associated with feelings of compassion, understanding, and acceptance and with a desire to help and support others without expecting anything in return. It is difficult to say what which of these concepts of love, eros, filia, storage, or agape brings the truest happiness, as happiness is a subjective and personal experiences that can be influenced by a variety of factors. However, all of these concepts of love can potentially contribute to happiness in different ways. Eros, which refers to romantic or sexual love, can bring happiness through the intense feeling of passion, desire, and connection through it involves. Failure, which refers to love between friends and family members, can bring happiness through the sense of belonging, support, and mutual respect that it involves. Storage, which refers to love based on familiarity and shared experiences, can bring happiness through the sense of comfort, security, and stability that it provides. Agape, which refers to selflessness, unconditional love, can bring happiness through the sense of purpose and meaning that it involves, as well as the opportunity to give and receive love without expectation or conditions. St. Thomas Aquinas defined love as simply willing the best for another. Ultimately, the concept of love that brings the most happiness would depend on the individual personal values, experiences, and relationships. So that concludes our third part series on love. Tune in next time we talk about joy. Until you hear my voice again, be well and live life to the fullest.